And welcome to another Crushing It for Christ while calling all cars to come quickly since Christianity has come under fire. Uncle Gary got caught trying to arm wrestle Pastor Greg the other day, episode of The Day's Grim. My name is Brian Michael Day. My name is Thomas Grimm. And I am Drew Head. What's up, gentlemen? How are you guys? Doing good. I'm doing all right. I feel like uh, I feel like Tom's beard looks rough. Yeah. I don't feel great. Um, I went to the bar. And drank too much. That being said, I'm still here. So, uh, did you guys have a good weekend? Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't do anything other than work. Those so. are sometimes the best, Drew. Keeps you out of trouble. How about you, Tom? Good weekend? Oh, it was packed. Oh, yeah, you're moving, dude. Yeah. Do we want to disclose your new address so people can find you? No, I'd rather not. Okay, sick, dude. Even though I invite strangers into my house every yeah. week. We can switch. We can do it at my house. You want to drive to Booneville every Sunday? Boone Vegas. Uh, Tom, can you do me a favor and uh, hit him with that intro? Joining us this week in the Days Grim studio is Jimmy Marshall. How are you? I'm doing excellent. So, How are you guys? J Bone, J Daddy. Uh, nicknames. JM. Uh, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing incredible. Actually, Thomas, you are the third. Yeah, I'm also I'm James Phillips Marshall the third. I always but. tell people it took him three times to perfect it. Hey, see, third time's the charm. That's right. what I always hear. I'm also the third. Trinity, dude. You know hey, what I'm saying? Trinity, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to you know um, Jesus, really. Uh, so how long? How long have you been Christian? So uh, I have been Christian since uh, maybe my junior year of high school. And Damn late bloomer. Yep, exactly. Uh, and I grew. Let's see. I grew up in church. I like I started going to church probably in second grade, but I didn't actually have a personal relationship with Jesus until probably my junior year. Of high school. I get it, man. I get yep. it. And personal is is the way to go. You want to tell our listeners like who you are and what you do? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Dude. A little elevator pitch. A little elevator pitch. You know, a little sixty seconds or less. Hold on, let me start my timer. There you go. I gotta start my timer. Don't worry, I I, I practice. All right, go. All right, no, so, <laughs> so my name is Jimmy, now? and I am the communications director at One Life Church here in Evansville. And then uh, on the side, on my YouTube channel and everything else, I talk about the intersection of content and business. That's me. It's middle of Big pitch. audio book guy, too, from our conversation. So many audiobooks. I think I have 103 titles in there right now. It's more than me. Now, we talked a little bit about... I'm not ignoring you. I got to start, okay. start a timer. Start that 60-second timer. Well, yeah, I got to start a timer. This, this bitch will That's go off true. the rails, dude. We'll be in here for like four hours. <laughs> and we like, won't even know uh, what happened. What day um, is it? Yeah, dude. Um, no, but we talked a little bit about... like uh, You're familiar with the show, and you were telling us that you had watched uh, like 14 episodes or something in like a day and a half, and I was like, That's impossible. And then you said, but you listen to everything on two times. Yes. Yeah, so that's insane. Yeah. So I, I thought a lot of people did this. Apparently not. So I listened to everything on at least two times speed. Uh, and I say at least because I downloaded a Chrome extension that allows you to listen to things faster than two times speed. So on some of the episodes, I would listen to 2.5 or 2.7. So Damn. you get through content. Like I said, I reached out maybe not even a week ago and I've already gone through like 14 episodes. Jeez, little wheat. So have you, uh, when were you diagnosed with ADD? I, well, I, what's interesting, <laughs> what's interesting, I feel joking. like my brain just works in almost slow-mo now. Just because, And I feel like I talk a little bit faster because I listen really fast. Yeah, there's a, have you ever heard the, there's a saying or like a correlation between like how fast someone talks and their intelligence levels. Anybody ever heard that? Could be. I don't know. Am I just making that up? Of that. We won't Am I just it. making that up? I, have you ever heard that? I, I, it sounds good. And it kind of blows my mind because Ben Shapiro talks really fast <laughs> and I don't know how intelligent he is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, I you, cannot you know, listen you know, to him on two times. I, I blocked him on Twitter. <laughs> 
So I'm just going to block him before he gets blocked. Oh, man. Uh, Shout out to the dude. Seriously. Uh, I love those guys, man. Ben Shapiro, he's an entertainer. Number one result. There is no inherent connection oh, between no. the rate of speech and level of intelligence. Uh, really uh, a fact checker over here. Do you, do you listen to your audiobooks on two times speed? Yeah. So uh, Audible, I think, will only let you go to two times speed. But typically, I, I did start listening... For the first time in forever, uh, listen to a fiction book for the first time because oh, typically, uh, I think it was uh, the Brandon Sanderson series. So I didn't know who it was before, uh, but the guy that recommended it, he said next to Harry Potter, that was his best series. Um, so Damn. recommended that it was like a twenty-five hour book. Listen to that in one time speed, just for just to hang out and relax. But everything else, it's nonfiction and it's only at least two times speed. Yeah, I feel like. Do you guys ever listen to podcasts or anything in higher than one time speed? I listen to some audiobooks on no. okay. one point. Have you ever done it? It's like it, I have. It's a lot. You it's have to work up to it. So you start at one point two five, go to one point five, and then eventually two sounds normal. Ah, oh, dude, no, you'll get there. It makes my chest hurt. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're the only person that's ever said that to me. Hey, somebody's got to. Uh, okay, so I don't have to ask if you're familiar with the uh, layout of the show. You are all too familiar. Yes, uh, seasoned veteran. Um, and we appreciate all those listens, by the hey. way. Thank you very much. Um, but that being said, uh, you're pretty familiar with the... Um, the death of the week? Yeah, dude. <sighs> Drew? We don't have audio this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty solid. Oh, man. The so <laughs> this week's Death of the Week brought to you by thedaysgrim.com. Uh, it's a pretty okay website where you can get some pretty super sick teas. Uh, hop on there, help us support the channel, and um, you know feed our alcohol problem and nicotine addiction. Uh, so uh, this week's Death of the Week, um, October 17, 2023 is when this one came out, guys. Uh, one killed, two critically hurt after paraglider, hang glider collide. Woof. <laughs> I'm glad I let you surprise me with this one. Uh, okay, so here we go. Um, Draper police identified the man who died as age 44, was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash. The pilot of the hang glider has been reported in critical condition today. While it was initially reported that the hang glider pilot had minor injuries and was treated on the scene, police later learned his injuries were indeed severe. Female partner, age 30. Strange. They don't give a name there. Uh, weird how they put that in text. Uh, female partner, comma, age 30, comma, is also reported in critical condition this afternoon. Um... And then the original post said, a man died and a woman is seriously hurt Tuesday evening after a paraglider and hang glider collided in midair over Draper. Uh, Sergeant Mike Elkins with Draper Police Department said the collision happened around 5 p.m. at the Salt Lake County Flight Park on 15300 Steep Mountain Drive, just in case you guys were wanting to make a stop. Um... The pilot of the tandem paraglider, 44-year-old, died at the scene, Elkins said. Passenger, a woman, again, not named. They're awfully uh, sneaky with this lady. Um, suffered critical injuries and was airlifted to a hospital. 
Uh, we're going to let that ride there. Uh, that's a lot, dude. Also, are you not nervous having just collided in an aerial vehicle being loaded into another aerial vehicle to be taken to Can the you hospital? Imagine? She just gets hit by an airplane after <laughs> the helicopter gets hit by an it's airplane. taken off. Another paraglider to the helicopter. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, terrible. It gets caught in the blades, dude. <laughs> What the this is a bad day. What the hell am, is going on here, dude? Am I the only one that doesn't <laughs> really know the difference between hang gliding and paragliding? So I was wondering that. So what is the difference? <sighs> hang gliders hang from a thing and okay. paragliders I think are the suits. No, no, no. They're no. both crafts. They're both v- oh. oh. Yeah, they are crafts. So one is like this little oh, parachute okay. looking thing and the other is like this arrow. It looks like one has a motor. Does the paraglide paraglider does it have a, f- a fixed motor behind the motor i don't think so. usually it's like attached to it looks like he's in a seat in the one on the left he just jumped off like a really high cliff yeah so what's the difference between that and parachuting it's a triangle well you're gliding yeah oh, you're not okay. shooting you're gliding whatever yeah. dude this is fuck this is a nightmare to <laughs> I me i just want to know how have you, have you ever skydived oh. i've never skydived the, okay so having experience with that now i can only explain to you like parachuting is hands down the worst part because, like, you open at, like, 6,000 feet or something. Yeah. So you've got a long way to go down. Uh, and it's just constant, because they have to hit the LZ or whatever. So you're just constantly, like, zooming and turning. It's like a roller coaster from hell. It's terrible. That's yep. the worst part. The easiest part is getting out of the plane. And watching um, out for hang gliders. But now I'm terrified. I can only imagine. Because when that chute's open, there's nothing below you. You look up, there's nothing above you. It's like, if I just... Uh, it's this is terrifying. Surely someone this is terrifying would have seen this. One of them should have seen it coming. I feel like. <sighs> I don't know how much control you have over steering. I know you have some in hang gliding because this dude's. Oh, he's having a blasty Dude, oh, blast. Oh, no. What happened here? Are you trying to finish my computer? We're, we're off? Zoomed in to 158. Yeah. Uh, we listen to podcasts at six times uh-huh. and we look at JPEGs yeah. at 130. Exactly. Times. You have this little bar, and I think you. Can I think that was the woman they were talking this. about right there. Yeah, yeah this struggle. is the couple actually. <laughs> that, and then she fell off. This yeah. is minutes before. Very problematic couple. <laughs> it looks like she's not even strapped on. She just got a helmet, dude. <laughs> she's just holding on like she's on a motorcycle. Oh, hang gliding. <laughs> I feel like this is a bad idea. This is problematic. Uh, the fact that there are people out here doing this they is like it. you're asking to die, dude. Ah, dude. I would never. That article was written before those people died. You know what I'm saying? We just like, want to know who the woman is. Seriously, shroud no of secrecy. Ser- yeah. Go back. Go back to the We're article. Gonna know. Because they said it was so funny in the beginning, because normally in these art- articles of death that we'd read, it'll say, like, name of person, comma, age, comma, and then continue with the sentence. That's normal. Maybe her name is age 30. Maybe her name is female partner. It could be. Yeah, she legally changed her name. <laughs> female partner. I'm not into the whole sharing last names thing, dude. I'll just call myself female partner. Legally changed my name to that. Probably um, better than a tattoo. <laughs> exactly. You can legally change your name. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a tattoo very soon too. Uh, shout out to last week's episode, Echo. I figured it out too. I'm gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have her stencil it, and if I like it, I'm gonna get it. For show. You, Andrew. I'll get a tattoo. Yeah. Oh yeah, with Echo. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. We're going. I'm doing it like before the year is over. I want to do it before she's an official person. <laughs> Um, we're talking about so the girl we had last week. It hasn't aired yet, so that's why you have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm about. like, I didn't watch this. Episode. She's uh, she is a silk ac- acrobat. She's an aerial oh. silk 
acrobat. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a tattoo artist. Also exotic dancer. Also, also Russian. Bartender. And very Russian. She's very, very Russian. She didn't move here until she was 14. Oh, dude. It was so 14 sick. 14 years of Russia? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think land. in Spanish it's 14 años. <laughs> Dude, she's a neat person. A lot wrapped up in that story. So it was it was a good time. Uh, but anyways, less about that. Um, I guess, I don't know. Let's hang up the... See what I did there? <laughs> Too soon. Let's hang up the paragliding stuff. All right, Drew. Onward. Uh, anyways, man. Okay, so let's get down to it. Yeah. Uh, J-Dog. So you got involved in the church when you were like two and then like found Jesus, you'd say, in like middle school. Were you... Did you like get involved in the church like... Ever since that point, or yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I am actually from Mount Vernon, and uh, I started going to church there in second grade, and then uh, I, after I got saved in like middle school, I started going to youth group there, and then I ended up actually uh, preaching there sometimes, and then uh, once I, um, once I actually got married, then me and my wife, because she went to a church in Evansville, I went to a church in Mount Vernon. Uh, so we were trying to find a place that we could both go together. So okay. uh, and around the same time, uh, I ended up getting this job at One Life, uh, which is here in Evansville. And then that's when I've started. Actually, I'm on staff there, and then I'm starting to actually do stuff inside the church. Okay, sick, dude. Um, so when you were doing the the youth stuff, was it still? Pardon me. Posey. In, in, in Posey County, was it still Young Life? When you uh, so yeah, Young Life was a, was a part of it. Uh, so we were a smaller church called uh, AFM Agape Family Ministries, and so I was. Whoa, 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 hold on. Greek. It's Greek. Agape. That's one of the names for love. Okay. Agape. Yep. Answer. Got it. it. Questions. Exactly. Answers. So, you got it. Yep. So it was part of the youth group there. Uh, I actually ended up helping out with uh, my wife's. Uh, church's youth group and had like a summer internship there and that's where I actually started doing video stuff because uh, that was right after COVID uh, and we were we couldn't meet uh, church in indoors uh, so we started creating content online like Bible studies and that kind of stuff. Did, wait, did you already go to college for that? No, no. no. So, uh, so right out of high school, uh, so I started doing Photoshop stuff for my freshman year of high school because uh, I had seen some tutorials on YouTube. And uh, so very heavily got into Photoshop, just watching like all the tutorials I could uh, ended up doing like some senior banners of like the sports teams and stuff like that. And then I picked up a camera for the first time uh, because uh, the guy that was making the senior banners, like I would actually edit them, but there was someone taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's cut out the middleman. I'll just take the pictures and do the graphics. One stop shop, baby. One stop shop. Uh, okay. So that's interesting. You might be the only person photographer that I know that I don't know about you two, actually. We've never really talked about this, but I don't know that I've ever been told that a photographer started editing photos before they started taking photos. Really? The case with either of you? Nope. I started taking them and didn't know how to edit. So Interesting. Tom? I mean, I would edit stuff on Instagram before then. Yeah, but like with Instagram tools and stuff? Yeah. That doesn't count. See, I was like fluent in Photoshop by the time I got a camera. That's wild to me. Yeah, so but also I'm still not fluent in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm ten years into the game now, so like anything, anything I can see on the internet, like I can replicate it in Photoshop. Sick, dude. You do a lot of Lightroom. Uh, so so Lightroom typically would only be if I'm batch processing a lot of different. Uh, oh, okay, like photographs. Yeah, and stuff. If like I do that. weddings or anything like that. You ever do a wedding? Uh, yeah. So, uh, ironically enough, like uh, a week after I got my first DSLR, my best friend, his sister, was getting married, and he's like, "Hey, you have a camera now. You could shoot this wedding." And I'm like, 
I don't know if I could shoot this wedding. I just got like it's uh, a lot. I got the camera out of the box and I like I didn't know anything about the setting. So I took a picture and it was just, just completely black. <laughs> and I had no idea how to fix that. that I'm like, I think they sent me a bad camera. Starting, it's either like a completely black photo or a completely white photo. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they sent me a bad camera. I don't know how to do this at all. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, YouTube University, I spent that first week just grinding YouTube tutorials. How the heck do I use this camera? And I ended up shooting the wedding. Now, looking, the pictures were not very good. But what I was How able many to photos do you think you had? So, so I actually didn't shoot like a crazy amount. So I probably shot like three or four hundred. So not a lot for a wedding. That's not bad. And uh, doing but like I two thousand photos, and I want to hang yeah, myself easy, yeah, easy two thousand yeah. exactly. So since I did and out of those, I didn't get very many good ones. But I was able to take those in <laughs> photos. Really, you're really not bumping yourself Listen, up, right? I had, I had like five good photos. They were all bad. Let me, they were well, all bad. Let me tell you how much I was leaning on my Photoshop <laughs> skills. So, uh, but I'm like, well, I can make these look good in Photoshop. And yeah. some of them I did. And then there, were, there was one. I don't know why I did this. I don't think they requested it. But it was like them. I think they were like at the altar, but they were like looking in each other's eyes. And I Photoshopped them, like cut out the background and made them like in front of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, and sick. I, so it, it looked like they were in Paris. It was color graded and everything. Oh, so yeah. it looked semi-real. But obviously they were getting married in a church in Mount Vernon, Indiana, and not Paris, France. But if they ever like run into like a random average person in Mount Vernon, they could be like, yeah, I got hey. married in Paris. And they get like, like printed big <laughs> on their wall. So you basically get a camera, learn how to use it and stuff, and then that gets you interested to take like a college class on. So, uh, so right after school, I had no interest in going to college at all. And I'm Sick. like, I'm not going to college. This is stuff for losers. And especially because I'm like, well, I have a camera. You can just like figure it out. And so I started doing a, kind of the freelance uh, photography thing where I would do senior pictures. I would mm -hmm. do portraits, do that kind of thing, do a couple more weddings. And then um, I was doing that. And then I met my wife. And then once we got more serious, because I was doing the photo stuff on the side, but I didn't really have any like life plan, like what I'm going to do with my life. Yeah. And she's like, you need to figure your life out. So I'm like, okay. So so this was a point where I needed to grow up. And uh, so that I actually did enroll in college. And uh, originally my plan was I was going to get a degree in something and then go to seminary after that, which is like Bible college, mm -hmm. uh, to be a pastor. And so I went to uh, uh, a year of Ivy Tech and I took like an uh, intro to photography class uh, I took uh, some design classes and then ended up transferring over to USI, went there like a year and a half. And then after that, I've dropped out. Oh, sick, dude. College is for chumps. Anyway. So I went to college technically. At, at USI or at <laughs> Ivy Tech, was your um, intro, to photo, intro to photography teacher, Tracy Robb? Yes. Love her. Yeah. Ah, so great. Well, it, nice. it, was, it was pretty funny though, because by that point, because uh, I had already been using my camera and actually making money with it for like two and a half years. And this class was like, okay, here's the f-stop, here's the ISO. So I was basically yeah. like helping the class, like, oh, here's how you do this. And yeah. with Photoshop, like, I did the exact same thing because I, I had also been shooting photos for like half my life by yeah. the time I took that class. So then I'm like, I already know all this stuff, so I kind of just became I an unofficial TA. Yeah. What does that... Hold on a second. Bless you. God Thank bless you. you. Uh, what does that say about Ivy Tech? That's all I got. I just want no, to. I want to throw an that an out intro there. Intro level class. Yeah, yeah. It was I for beginner photographer. Be able to test out of some stuff. 
I, I, like, can I get a free trial? On <laughs> and I can take a photo. Can no, I get a, because a the thing is, free there trial. was some people in that class that legitimately had no idea. That's true. They'd, they bought their first camera and then they enrolled in the class. Now, I wish they had something where they'd be like, hey, can I show you what I know? And can I skip a couple levels so no, I don't have no to pay kidding. a couple thousand dollars? No to- kidding. No. So the only reason I say that is because I went to Ivy Tech for my first semester before I went to U of E. And um, I stand by colleges for chumps, by the way, guys. It, it really is. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I took the little entry level test or entry yeah. exam that you have to take. Sure. Um, because I didn't take ACTs or SATs, so I had to do this. And I was like, okay. So I take this test, and they were like, okay, here's everything based on your testing that you need to take. And I was like, all these entry-level classes. Algebra was one of them. Math is not my strong suit. Okay. Um, but I get to Ivy Tech, and I take this Algebra 101 or Algebra 100 or whatever it is. And I was in there, and they we were like covering how to do like long division. And I was like, guys... <laughs> This is not I'm, going well. I'm better than this. Like, I know what's going on. How is this challenging? Like, I don't think they yeah. place people properly. I, no, I, don't I mean, you have to take like an, um, like a placement exam, which is what I did. And I basically ended up in a, like, the easiest math class possible, which was fine by me because I hate math. So yeah, I just wanted to get it well, done and move on. The exact opposite happened to me. So when I went to USI, because I hadn't taken a math class since junior year of high school. So I yeah. had been out of school for like two years and hadn't taken it. So it's like three and a half years since I'd taken any math class at all. I took the exam and they put me in AP Calculus. And what was interesting is <laughs> far out, the, dude. <laughs> the, the, the first chapter, like the the professor is going through it. She's like, "Yeah, for this first chapter, we're gonna kind of just fly through it. You should have learned in your pre calculus class." I'm like, "Ma'am, I didn't take pre calculus." So I literally had to go home every day and go on a website called Khan Academy. I where, love Khan. I and love you Khan. go on there, teach myself all the different things because yeah. I knew nothing, and I wanted to prove to myself I could do well in that class. Yeah, dude. So I got an A. I did a year and a half of chemistry at U of E. Khan Academy got me, dude, got me stuff on there. Got me the grades I needed, dude. A lot of good professors on Khan Academy. That's an unofficial plug. So how much did you know about YouTube got the job at one line? So as far as like creating content and that kind of thing? Yeah, or like running pages. So yeah, so uh, when I was, because my job before that, I had two jobs actually. I was working at Mike's Car Wash part-time and then I was nice. working uh, an internship at my wife's church uh, with the youth group doing uh, videos and stuff like that. So that's where I jumped on, actually before YouTube videos, I watched these guys uh, called the uh, Pro Church Tools podcast, uh, which is all about running social media accounts. Uh, so I binged all their stuff for like a year and a half straight at two times speed at two times speed. <laughs> well, I was talking to my wife about this. I'm like, if I listen to stuff uh, for a year and a half on two times speed, that's three years worth of knowledge in a year and a half. Dude, you're not selling this to me. Like I, when I edit a podcast, when I edit a podcast at 1.25, I literally like the hairs on my, it's almost like nails on a chalkboard. Like I just get antsy. Hey, you I got it. Feel my heart rate going up. Like, <laughs> Small increments, just a little <laughs> bit faster next time. I bet you can do it. No, that's interesting. So the the Pro Tools Life, right? Yeah, Pro Church the, Tools or Pro Pro Church Tools, and those are the guys that kind of like um like walked you through basically how to like run. A yeah, so social media accounts, and then uh, once we started creating Bible studies uh, on YouTube, I wanted to figure out how to actually make YouTube content. So uh, I, again, just you. Most of the things that I know are because I've watched them on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, and minus like the business stuff. I read a lot of books, but uh, did that. And then once I got the job at One Life, um, 
most of my job was because uh, I was actually a graphic designer on staff at first. And most of my job was creating graphics, creating like some bumper videos, which are like these short videos before yeah. uh, the sermons. Uh, so not a whole lot of YouTube stuff. And where the kind of turning point was is we had a guest speaker come in and uh, came in, did the sermon. And on YouTube, we posted it and it got 60 views, which is not bad, but it was 60 views on the live stream. But I'm like, this content's like really good. And uh, the short form uh, was becoming a thing. So I took those clips and uh, cut them into like nine different parts out of that sermon. And I actually posted them on TikTok and uh, just not really thinking about it. So I posted uh, all nine of them over the course of like a week and a half. And it slowly started getting like a whole lot of views. Because uh, I think I added it up after uh, all, all of them were posted and got all the views. I think just from that one sermon, we got like 800,000 views, which is much more than 60. <laughs> what does that say about, I'm all about like analyzing things yeah. today, by the way. Uh, what does that say about the human race? Uh, our attention span is It's like, very short. It is shit right now. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's not looking good for us as a species. <laughs> Like, like if you like if your life depended on it, could you l- watch an hour long video and retain that information at one time speed? You know what I mean? Like as a human species, I c- I'm concerned for your people. Hey, Drew. No, me? <laughs> yes, I can. But my friends, <laughs> no. like we'll be we'll be going through like they'll be on TikTok. You have two seconds to catch their attention if you if they or they're out. are going to watch the video. Well, I love the uh, the TikTok videos that have multiple videos, like one on the top. And <laughs> yeah. You're watching Joe Rogan, but then also Subway Surfers Subway Surfer. or Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I can't stand it, dude. I can't. It makes my skin. I but hate those that. videos. Will get me though. Like I, I you're like it. I'm just or like yeah. someone's like cutting cake in a really satisfying way. Yeah, and I will like, watch the entire thing if it's like a story time see? and there's like. Subway Surfer or like Minecraft in, on the bottom. They, no, they, they've Drew, hacked your brain. No. They know. I'm so disappointed. They know what you want. But I will also <laughs> sit down and watch like an hour long whatever. Good for you, dude. Good speed. for you. I'm so fucking proud of you, dude. You make me fucking proud. You're and also places. you disappoint me. At the same time. <laughs> have suspected. you seen that? Have you seen that like Google or Android phones now have like auto translator to your ear? That's oh, tight. So yeah, like yeah, I could yeah, call yeah. I could call you and be speaking in Spanish it's and so you'll cool. hear it in English and then you talk back in English yeah. and it'll play in Spanish in my ear. Yeah, and do they have the earbud yet? They're doing a live earbud too. I don't know. So they're do the the Google's been working on um the same technology but an earbud that you can like take with you so you fly to Tokyo and you land in Tokyo and you pop your little earbud in and you can just go talk to a stranger. That would be really And cool. if they have the earbud, they also hear what you're saying. And it's live wow. tr- uh, translating in real time yeah. in your ear. It's freaking tight. I bring that up as in like yeah. like Tower of Babel. Oh. And then like, like one, we're getting close to that like universal language. But then we're sending rockets into space, into the heavens. Ah. Like, do you think Something's we'll bad see some happen. like repercussion from that? Dude, hey. It's happening. Are you with Mars or no? Are you out? I, I would be interested. I, I want to see it. You with it? He's with it, dude. Yes. Yeah. I'm not. Have you seen a lot of what? Drew's <laughs> not going. First time you've ever said you're not with Hashtag Mars. Hashtag not going to Mars. You're not with Mars? I mean I stand with Mars. <laughs> give it a give it a few years. Hashtag Mars <laughs> Give it some like trial and error. And then <laughs> maybe I'll go. Have you, have you no, seen... I'm not saying would you go. Yeah, do like, you support are you, it? are you support? Oh, in sure. Support Other of... people can do whatever okay. whatever okay. they want. I dig that. Okay, have you good. seen the photos of space though and how what they actually look like before they like color grade them? No, no, I haven't. No. Can you Google up. that? I'm now. I'm extremely <laughs> curious. I do know that um, pictures that were taken 
on the moon with a professional lens of some nature um when they took them it was like overwhelmingly underwhelming really it, yeah it was just like the black garbage the black was so black yeah and then the moon was just so white and you're like this is not what i expected you get a better camera yeah is this what we're looking at yeah so that, that's like what the actual photo looks like and then they go in and they, and they like, like color it the themselves based on like the gases and stuff sure. that's not shocking to me yeah that makes oh, a lot goodness. of sense um no, but the, the the photos that took on the moon were like I mean they were super sharp. Yeah, I mean it was very very clean. Yeah, you can you, even see the string and the. But <laughs> <laughs> who was the guy that? Sh- <laughs> what was his name? You uh, see the rafters. Uh, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, shout out to Stanley Kubrick, dude. Uh, do you guys get that joke? Was that the guy that, they, that filmed the moon landing? Ah, okay. I figured Stanley that's where you were going. I didn't know this. There we go. You guys get it. You're a little young. You know you the moon landing <laughs> and the shining. And yeah, dude, he's on, he's on top of it. Um, so, well, so like you basically short form content, you take the long form, you make it short. That's what a lot of people are doing yeah. to get views. We're seeing good progress with that too. So basically you yes. do that and the church realizes that like, there's a better way to get content out there. Yeah. So, uh, so I was kind of leading the, uh, the, the charge there where I'm like, this is something I feel like I'm good at and I'm passionate about. And then also it's just getting completely outsized returns, uh, on it. So uh, that was kind of the start of our uh, our YouTube journey where we were working up to actually making, we call it contextualized content to the YouTube platform, which means that uh, it's specifically for YouTube. So Sick. are you at the church five days a week, seven day, well, yeah, six days yeah, a week? Yeah, five days a week. That's a lot of Jesus. Yeah, so we have Friday and Saturday off. That's a lot of Jesus. Yes. Do you ever get tired, you know, just like hanging around with God all the time? Is it just like wearing no. you down? very that's refreshing lot, actually it, well it's good man like i remember so whenever i first started getting into religion i was actually a part of young life for a little yep. bit uh kind of like i don't know i was very skeptical as a child but like it kind of put out culty vibes so that's kind of like sure. what like as my young adulthood took me away from religion um but short of that though i really do dig religion uh just in general i think it's a really great and people get mad when i say that it in uh it implies good life morals yeah. And then, like, the big heads, like the Bible-thumping folks, they'll mm-hmm. be like, it's not about morals. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I'm telling you what I get sure, out sure. of it. You know what I mean? So that's my favorite well, thing is, about So religion. one of the things that I really like about One Life uh, is this is almost a church for skeptics. Nice. So, so this is nice. where we have totally, like, your questions are, if you have questions, that's a good thing, and we're going to hear you out, and we're going to dialogue with you. Like, we're not going to say, hey, we have all the answers. Yeah. And, I mean, even just in the Christian world, there are so many different perspectives, so many on individual texts, overall big pictures. Galore. Oh, yes. But, and, and that's why, like, the people I work with, they come from a bunch of different denominations, and we all come under this place where, uh, so, one, we're for skeptics, but uh, one of the things that we one of our values is we believe in intellectual integrity. So one of uh, the way Explain that we explain that a little bit. Yeah. So the way we say integrity. it uh, is uh, you can bring your brain to church. We believe you can bring your brain to church. Oh, okay, okay. So, you, cause I feel like a lot of people, when they think of church, it's like, okay, you have the real world over here and then you have uh, church over here. You have religion, a burning bush talking. to Exactly. Me. <laughs> so, but we, so like our pastor, he does a really good job of, going and looking at scientists, going and looking at authorities and and having showing the historical evidence behind the stuff that we're looking at. So it's not like, well, why should you believe this? Well, because the Bible says so. Like, we're not going to say you should believe it just because the Bible says so. 
Okay, respect to that. Dude. Yeah, so respect that's why that. I've really liked being here because it, it makes it real to me, and uh, I feel like I have I can share with people like this is reasons why I actually believe it's real. Where, where is One Life at? So we have actually three campuses. Uh, the, the one that is kind of the headquarters where I work at is the East Campus, right off of Green River, kind of across from the Eastland Mall, uh, right by Tri-State Fitness. Okay, uh, it, it's really close to Hobby Lobby as well. I think I've seen it. And then there's one on the west side, uh, right off the Lloyd. Sometimes if you're driving... It's like uh, Fulton and the Lloyd? Yeah, yeah. So you can see it like over the wall on the Lloyd. That's our west side campus. I know that one. That's where I'm seeing that's it That's a non-denominational? Yeah. Yes, we're non-denominational. All right, what do you think about Catholics, dude? You, well, I, I work with some uh, former Catholics. Or, Sick. And there's, I'm sure there's some Catholics <laughs> that go to church uh, here. Sick, dude. Well, because like, um, like I started in Catholicism... Yeah. And then moved to Christianity, and then I just like washed my hands of it. I was like, "This." So, what you drove you away? It's getting weird. It was like the culty stuff, and like, um, just uh, like there's a lot Were they of handling snakes. No, I didn't do any poltergeist stuff. Okay, or and it's not poltergeist polygamy. No, that's Mormons. Po- Pentecostal. Yeah, I didn't oh, do any. Yeah, yeah. So speaking in tongues, yeah, healing people. I'm, I'm not like a holy roller or anything. Sure. I've never seen any of that stuff. Um, but I've heard some crazy stories about yeah, it. Yeah. But it's like money driven. All the churches that I had attended sure. to, and then um, uh, the, the, what kept me away from Catholicism was right before I left for Afghanistan, I had a rosary that was gifted to me, mm-hmm. and I took it to this church I had never been to before. I was like, hey, I'm about to leave for Afghanistan in a really bad spot. Uh, can can I talk to the to the priest and have him bless this rosary or do whatever? Yeah. And the first question they had for me was, "Are you a part of the congregation?" Yeah. And I was like, "No, no, no, no." But did you hear? Like, I'm getting ready to deploy. Like, can and, you help a brother out here? And and they wouldn't. They wow. wouldn't. Yeah. They were like, "You yeah. can't talk to the priest if you're not part of the." Yeah. Like, what am I going to wake him up from a nap? It's like he doesn't know who you are. He's like, "No, so you're not a part of the church. Like, you can't shoot, be here." Shoot. Like, yeah, you don't give us your money. Yeah, is what it felt like. Sure, totally. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and I think in I think some all church, religions are that way. It's not just Christianity. Well, and I like, think some churches are like that, where it is because, like, if you go to a Catholic mass, yeah. even for a wedding or something, and you aren't a member of the church, like you got to do the X, so you can't weird. receive yeah, communion. They're strange about it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I think Jesus Himself and uh, the churches that I think are doing it right, they are. Like they're open to anyone where they're not going to, regardless of your background or even your doubts or beliefs or your beliefs now, they are going to welcome you in. And they're like, hey, look, we are sinners in the same way that you are. And we are just trying to point you to the way. Oh, yeah, man. So your people are good, man. You're welcome in anytime, dude. Hey, we'll we'll have you. You can join us on one life. Uh, um, you don't want to cover so it. Okay. When you're doing the yeah, yeah. YouTube page management stuff, uh, and you're talking about breaking up into short form content, I noticed in a lot of the posts you have the timestamps added. Um, on the short forms? Yeah. Well, even on the long form of like different spots. Oh, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what, I think that's Those what are called, called chapters. Chapters. Yeah, yeah. So chapters, I, th- I think uh, it's really good for long form content as well. Mm-hmm. So people can kind of skim through the podcast and okay. then go to the... So it's a good and a bad thing because sometimes people will only skip to the parts that they want. Yep. But if they find the parts that they want and then they really like it, then they're going to continue to come back to your channel. Is that is this like stuff you're finding and you're bringing to the table or the meetings to like, hey, we should add these? Yeah, yeah. So, so luckily, uh, so our creative team is pretty small and actually right of the second is just me so basically they gave me they're like hey we want to leverage youtube to reach the next generation and to reach a lot of people so basically you have full creative control do what you think is best 
so there's a really good book if you're wanting to grow on YouTube uh, called The YouTube Formula by Daryl Eaves. Okay. Uh, so he, Mr. Beast, which I'm sure you guys might uh, know who Mr. Beast is. What's that? Mr. Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast. I don't know what's going on. So Mr. Beast, he's... Uh, I'm, the, I'm only joking. Okay, yeah. okay. I was making sure. He's got like 90 million subscribers. Or yeah, something. he's got... Uh, yeah, just on one channel, he's got over 100 million. So he said <laughs> Daryl Eaves is one of the people on the planet... Uh, one of like five people on the planet that knows YouTube as well as Mr. Beast. Okay. Uh, and you guys have heard the, of the 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. So the 10,000 hour rule says that uh, to become a world class at something, you need uh, 10,000 hours of deliberate I practice. Just oh, no. I just bought this. That was a good video. Damn, that was a 53 banger, million video uh, views in the first day. <laughs> so he uh, 10,000 hours to become world class at something. And he's so he started YouTube when he was 13. He said since then, he's put 50,000 hours into learning YouTube. Okay. So he has like just been hyper obsessed with it for the last 13 years. And that's why he turned down a billion dollar offer to buy all his companies, all his YouTube channels. What other, what other books do you like? You recommended a few to us in our DMS, but what, what, what are you think some of your favorites from this year? Okay. So two definitely of my favorites if we're going the business route is, uh, there's a guy named Alec Hermosi. Okay. And uh, he's jumped on the the social media game in the last probably two years really heavily. Uh, and if you're wanting to make more money and if you're selling something specifically, uh, the first book is called $100 Million Offers. Uh, the subtitle is Making Offers So Good People Feel Stupid Saying No. So that's basically how to craft a an offer like something you're offering someone uh, in such a way where they give you a lot of money for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second book, $100 Million Leads, is how to get customers essentially how to uh get people to know about your stuff and then ultimately buy it those have been top two what about do you do like any self-help motivation yeah yeah so so actually that so probably one of my favorite books all time uh is called atomic habits by james clear Uh, and that started kind of my whole self-improvement uh journey and everything getting into business getting to youtube because that's only been probably read that two years ago uh, and shout out to Audible because I actually had the physical book for, uh, I bought the book cause I had heard it was really good and it sat on my bookshelf, uh, for like seven months and I read one page of it and then never touched it. But then I downloaded Audible, bought the book and then got through in like a day and a half. And Damn. so that got me into, uh, in the business, into working out, into all the self-improvement stuff. What is the uh infatuation with our people and by people <laughs> i don't mean uh white people i mean the human species uh with audible books i don't understand you can it's, consume them digest. it's not though okay so like i'm a very uh tangible gentleman sure. you know what i mean yeah, I, yeah totally i, I kind of like uh i kind of like nice things in hand yeah and we had we ju- we, t- we didn't joke well maybe we did but we talked a little bit about this with tony Tripp, who does nfts yeah yeah and i'm a big fan of like tangible items like if i'm gonna buy something like these are some of my favorite books here that i've read recently um and or in the last couple of years yeah anyways. but anyway i'm just more of a book in hand guy totally. i don't know why i want to be able to stop and like highlighter it. no so totally so and then uh, like make a note or a scribble so or, i think there is uh i think there can be two sides to it so i will actually if i'm trying out a book for the first time i'll listen to an audible because if i'm uh up in the morning earlier if i'm working out or if i'm driving i can listen to it but books that i'm really into i will get the kindle copy and then i will also get the physical copy 
They're like $100 million offers. I've uh, listened to it on audio probably two times. I've read the uh, the Kindle version and then uh, taken a whole bunch of notes on all, everything. So it's going through it multiple times. That's what I get the audio book. And if I really like it, I get the physical book and I'll go through and mark it up after. Yes. What, I wonder what the average salary of someone is that reads all these books. You know what I mean? Well, I think I heard a statistic. It's like the uh, the average CEO uh, CEO reads. Uh, I think it was like thirty five books a year, and then the average American just working any job reads maybe one book a year. No, I'm, I'm talking about like the guys that. So on the audiobooks. Like, oh, okay, okay. Like that's an interesting fact, though. Uh, it does make sense, but no, the guys that actually like are reading all these. Books oh yes, for like Audible. You know what I mean? Well, I like, mean, what are they making? What, it what are they making? What you're ma- it depends what you're reading because there's a lot of people that just read like fiction all day. Yeah, and then I mean, you probably it, it's just to relax, just like watching TV. Yeah, I, get it. I mean, I think fiction. they're probably making a decent amount because Audible is such a big thing now, and it's it's essentially voice acting. Hmm. And I mean, you're not wrong because there is like some expressions and stuff they have to give and uh, exclamations and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, some of them are. Uh, yeah, because the, the narrator of it, that can kind of make or break a book. You can yeah. always sample. Yes. But I do like the feature where you can uh, return the book if you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we we made that claim on whose episode? episode. Yeah. And then it, it got a little spicy there. I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think we got any hate mail from yeah, audible yeah. about it, but I don't think they're pumped about it either. Well, cause they used to be able to do it from the app, but they've moved it to the website <laughs> yeah. now where, so you have to kind of find it to return it. Cause uh, a bunch of people were just returning after they totally read a book. They're like, I didn't like that after yeah. I finished it. Give me my credits back. Yeah. I really liked Genghis Khan and the making of the modern world. That was a good one. Oh, so what yeah. kind of books do you read? Very boring books. Uh, okay. Like I just finished a textbook on Napoleon that was like thirty hours long. Okay. Nerdy shit you've ever to said. Like a twenty-six hour <laughs> long one on Steve Jobs and Elon. Okay. So I, I but I also Steve did Jobs. like Sara Guru inner P or inner inner engineering, um, Wim Hof. Uh, oh yeah. David Goggins, both his books. Yep. Zachary Ward. Um, he's just listing okay. off a lot of authors. Just that, a bunch of random names. That no, he is. He's listing yeah. off a bunch of authors that are like all about not quitting because Thomas is a quitter. You a quitter, Thomas? I he finished all my audio books. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, but uh, we both dig into the um, like the that's kind of like the one of the thesis theses of this show is yeah. like what uh, or thesis is. I don't know the right word. Um, uh, it's I was going to say that. (laughs) Thesiums. Whatever that word is. Plural for thesis. Uh, One of the theses about the show is like overcoming and kind of like bearing straight. You know, like staying the path. Totally. um, Are you looking at... (laughs) Thesis. Theses. Theses. Final answer. Lock it in. Uh, can I get a? Can I get a? Uh, how, to, how to say? <laughs> can you use it in a sentence, please? Como so I, I, I believe it's like feces, but with a th. So it's like feces with yeah. a th. Correct. But no, but that's kind of like what we do yeah, here. Yeah. Um, we like to find out what makes people tick, what keeps their legs moving when times yeah. get hard and stuff like that. Uh, well, yeah, because I mean, you guys have been doing how many episodes now? One hundred and fifty-four is today. I think no, one fifty-five. Yeah, because the statistic is that ninety percent of podcasters don't upload the more than one episode. And then the remaining 10, they never get past episode 20. 
though yeah. you guys sticking with it for 160 episodes like that takes and showing up every week well, there's been plenty of episodes that got cut to the oh yeah ever. totally also i don't know what that says about us that uh we've had the little success that we've had and we continue to do it well I, here's the I thing though, we just hate ourselves most i mean so mr beast he <laughs> uploaded i think uh so it was like four years of doing it consistently before mm-hmm. he hit a thousand subscribers because he was just like this really awkward kid, like sophomore in high school, recording videos uh, in his bedroom. And but most of, the, if you look at most of these people, they grind for seven years, mm-hmm. and then in that last year, they become the overnight success. Yeah, I mean that's going to be us. So you, just buckle up. There's a, there's a great quote that uh, Alex Mosey says. He said, "If I do not quit, then I cannot lose." Hey, dude, you fucking hear that? Don't you quit on me? Don't quit, quit Thomas. Yeah, oh, don't play on me. Okay, see. I'll fight you. That's the, half the battle. Keep I'll showing fight up. you in the front yard, dude. I swear to God. He's going to do it. <laughs> dude, so you, uh, you've you got a lot of this multimedia experience. Yeah. Um, uh, you're big into big into the big guns upstairs. Now, do you uh, uh, do you have like a nickname for God or like Jesus or anything? Or do you I don't think like so. a lot of people say like big guns or like man I've never upstairs? Heard yeah, you never heard that. No, never heard. Big uh, guns. Do you always pray to Jesus or do you pray to Jesus sometimes and God the other? Times? I don't know. I mean, you could talk to both. I mean, traditionally, you you pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus. You pray to God inspired by the Holy Spirit. Inspired. You got the trio. <sighs> Gets technical, dude. It is. It's hey. like fucking. That's a lot to Just take. Talk in. to Jesus. That's a lot to take talk in. Talk to dude. Jesus, Brian. Um, one of my. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I'm like heavily on the religion part of this today, so I yeah. apologize. In no, dude. I'm interested in religion in a lot of different ways. Do you have a favorite book? I was gonna ask. Of do you the have Bible. A favorite, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite mm, book? Okay. You look like a Psalms guy. Yep. So uh, no. Uh, so actually, I did uh, listen to the Bible all the way through this last year for the first time. Oh, uh, just on the Bible app, going through in a year, like you read a chapter or two a day. I just did the Quran. So yeah. So I. Uh, I'm joking. Because you've gone through the Quran what three <laughs> yeah. times now? Yeah. Multiple times. Okay. Yeah. Because so I'm because I thought I'm like oh wow that's because re- I didn't know how long the Quran was either. Yeah. Because I think uh, it has like seventy eight thousand words. One or thing something. I really like about the Quran on like these apps is yeah. like it's free. And then like, there's like so many different versions of the Bible that they're all like five, six bucks, which isn't really? anything really. But like you go on there and I guarantee you there's like a Dude, free, you got to pay for the Lord. Oh, are, you, are you, are you listening on like audible or something? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I pay, uh, I paid for uh, a version of the Quran on audible. Okay. So yeah, I mean, they, so they have the, uh, the Bible app uh, by a company or a church called life church, uh, which it's downloaded like by billions of people. And so it's got, uh, a bunch of and it's audio bible too so it's got all the bible it's got different translations different narrators all that totally for free that is sick That's where is that cool. i just download i uh, just google or on your app store just type in bible and it's probably the first one that comes up. oh sick dude i uh so you didn't answer what's your favorite book um I don't do you know. have one uh i don't know if i specifically have i i probably have like favorite verses but uh maybe the book of john uh that's uh, one of the first ones in uh, the new testament uh but there i mean going all the way through the old testament all the way to revelation there's some weird stuff in there uh dude old testament shaky at best <laughs> well shaky at best i mean i've been a christian for a while and i'll read some of this stuff and i'm like i can see how people have issues with this yeah dude uh well like they in the old testament they're like tell your wife to shut up <laughs> basically they're like fucking just quit talking <laughs> no but the, the men are speaking please really stop no, i'm joking i'm joking yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joking. But there's some instances that <laughs> sure. like the, i'm so sorry i don't know trying to finish no, but there's, I'm not there's instances that are in like the old testament that like the islamic community doesn't 
like a, yeah. Belief, yeah yeah like they believe that like the prophets of god did no real wrong so like in the old testament when david like has an affair and like oh. pulls the army back they don't they don't believe so that. they don't believe bathsheba happened or anything like that the, uh bathsheba bathsheba was that uh, he had the uh while he sent uh the husband yeah, yeah, away yeah, so they don't believe that he pulled oh. the army line back and stuff like that for her husband See, i don't know a whole lot about islam so i was trying to do some it's, it's interesting i would uh, i i like it because it's like it's a lot like Christianity. So I'm curious. So, so I'm curious. I was talking to my wife about this. So you, it seems like you've got some Bible knowledge. It seems like you were kind of in that realm for a while. Yeah, yeah. So wh- what took you from there to where you are now? I always had a hard time with, like, so there's the sacrifice, Jesus dying on the cross. Yeah. Um, and then he rises. So is that like a real sacrifice? If, he, you know, three days later he comes back? Mm-hmm. It's a testament to but the also power. What separates Jesus from Adam or Eve? He was sinless. Yeah, he took on. <laughs> but besides that, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, Joker, what else you got? No, but uh, they no. believe that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, uh, so he was sinless. And then, like, if I'm not mistaken, like his whole well, the, Muslims don't believe that Jesus died on the cross. They believe that he ascended to heaven. Yeah, he didn't actually the die. Cross. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, but they, intriguing. I just like, I just. I always believe in like praying to like God, the creator, the one God. Yeah. And like, I have a problem with the, the like aspect of the Trinity making sense. And mm-hmm. then like the Nicene court. And I was a huge fan of Paul, love Paul. Sure. And like, I think he had a ton of knowledge and stuff, but uh, they kind of believe that like he Gentiled it up. He like kind of uh, switched the writing up yeah, a yeah. little bit to like, appeal to like the Greek law. theologians yeah yeah yeah. and like what was around in that time but like i really like aspects of like like they're just man like it's more old school than like what we have now yeah where it's like people are more accepting of things that might not be you know necessarily the straightest or like like pig's really good but it's not good for you (laughs) yeah dude pig is delicious bro and i'm telling i'm I, i say this gently and very very i'm treading very softly here they don't know what they're missing, dude. But I like—I really like like the washing. The like yeah. if you're big on like Old Testament oh, sure. and like the oh. the the way that the priest went into like the holies of holies yeah, and yeah. like washing yeah. and maintaining that. Yeah, it was aspect. very the submission, like the actually like getting down on your face. Mm-hmm. I mean, Catholics kind of do that to a degree. With the pew. Do you uh do you dabble in the Quran or do, yeah, you, so, do you know much about it? So I don't I know uh, a whole whole lot about the Quran. Uh, but so one of the things like I say um with our church is we believe in intellectual and that you can bring your brain to church. Yeah. So one of the series that we just went through, uh, actually, uh, one of the guys that goes to our church is a, um, he's the president of the seminary here uh, in town, and he wrote a book called Core Facts, uh, and it's like an acronym, and each one of them stands for something. And so he, when he's talking about, because uh, you would say you believe in God. Mm-hmm. So uh, when he's talking about, okay, well, what God do you believe in then? Yeah. So kind of where his basis starts is uh, the historical evidence for the resurrection, and so that would be because not everyone knows this, uh, but most scholars now would say that Jesus of Nazareth historically is like 100 percent for sure. It's like if you believe in Abraham Lincoln, historically, you should believe in Jesus of Nazareth. Right. That checks out. Yeah. So that but then so uh, and it was also documented that he was crucified and then his followers uh, like the explosion of the church after that, and then the fact that they were willing to die for that. Well, the church was heavily underground the first like 20, 30 years. Yes. 
But yeah, and yeah, because in Jesus, and it was also weird for them because they thought this Jewish king was supposed to come and overthrow Rome. But really, what he did is he came and sacrificed himself. So they kind of freaked out and they're like, they went into hiding. But then after that, uh, throughout their lives, the people like in their inner circle, they died for their faith. And there's a quote that the guy says he said, uh, liars make bad martyrs. So if these guys knew that Jesus didn't actually raise from the dead, there was no way that they were going to die for it. That's a I've never heard that quote before. Yeah, Liar, so I mean, this, liars make a bad martyr. Yeah, yeah. That's so, true. so the, the this guy uh, that goes to our church wrote this book, Corfax, uh, and just going through the existence of God and then existence uh, or the case for the resurrection, essentially. Have you gone through like um, there's a book called uh, the Five Gospels, but it, they go through it's a bunch of New Testament scholars, and they go through and they like so like if you get a Bible nowadays in the New Testament, what Jesus said is in red. Sure. And they go through and they color grade it to like it's red for he actually said it, pink for this lines up. He might have actually said it. Correct. Purple with like, eh, it's oh, kind yeah. of far fetched. And then black is like, you know, he probably didn't say this. Yo, odds are my man J Dog. Well, didn't it was say interesting. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the guy because uh, he did like a presentation at one of the conferences we had, and he went uh, not only what the things that Jesus said, but then also like the uh, the facts or the facts that the the disciples died martyrs' deaths. So they have different grades of it. It's like, okay, like 100% certain or, or as certain as you can be, and then yeah, it goes down right. to very certain. Was it John that was crucified upside down? Uh, that was Peter. Peter. Uh, John, uh, I think he was, or uh, there's two different Johns, but one was like boiled in uh, in water, but then he survived, and then he got sent to this island and then lived the rest of his days. That there. is a resilient MF. That wasn't a death of the week that week. <laughs> Rough, like dude. that guy that fell out of the window while Paul was preaching and Paul yeah. brought him back to life. Paul oh was God. preaching a long time, so long that the dude fell asleep and fell out the window like two stories. And lived? Uh, well, he Paul died and then down. got uh, Paul raised him from the dead. Oh, jeez, dude. Great time. So, I mean, so I don't know a whole lot about Islam, but that's kind of one, just my personal experience with, because uh, when I became I like Christ, it all. I mean, like, well, like, if you think about it, like, Judaism's really just the Old Testament. They're probably going to hate yeah. that. And then, like, yes, you know, the like Christians, you have the Old Testament and the New Testament. And then Muslims have the Quran. And then they have Hadith, which is just like, like, Paul, like, in his all his preaching and sayings. Hadith the- is like sayings and like sermons that he gave yeah. that are like recorded from person to person what are the books called that didn't make it into the bible the apothecy apotheses Apoc- i i don't like know the, it'd be like word. the gospel of thomas and there's yeah, yeah. Stuff, and uh, the barnabas not barnabas did you, um, do you know much about those so i don't know a whole whole lot i, I know that uh so so the catholics have other books outside of right. the bible uh and there there's some uh because basically what happened is they got together as a group and some that didn't match up with yeah, the, the teaching. Yeah, yeah. So the Council of Nicaea, where uh, if certain um, teachings didn't match up, where it's like all these people say, yes, this for sure happened, and then you're outside of that, they're like, okay, that's not actually canon. Right, like the Book of Enoch. Yes. Ap- Apocrypha. 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 I knew it was some kind of word like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's the it's the Book of Jesus Christ, the Gospel of Thomas, the, the Infancy Gospel of Thomas. Um, the Infancy Gospel. Yeah, the Book of Anak. Um, there's a bunch. Uh, but I didn't know if you knew much about Yeah, yeah, so these. I haven't looked too, too much into that. But that for So for me, kind of my personal relationship, that's where it kind of falls in, not only my personal experience, but then the historical evidence for Jesus, the case for the resurrection, and the fact that Jesus said in John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Which would be the same of any prophet of their time. Right. And the only reason I brought up, sorry, not the Apocrypha, I just wanted to bring that up because isn't there, you were talking about, we were talking about um, 
Tom, you said something and it made Hadith? It, no, it Bless was you. like it was um like not lies. No, there's a reason those books didn't make the Bible though. The Council and, of Nicaea? It's not like they were lies those books, but there's like something about the books that yeah, so I mean, some of them it was literally like they were adding stuff to it, or where they would call it heresy, where it's going against what actually happened. I think so. If there's like ten of us that uh, were all there, and then we have all the same account, and then someone has a different account, and they're trying to slip that in there, they're like, "Hey, look, that doesn't line up with the other ten, so that's not going into the final book." Right. So basically, it, it says they're um, they're not of dis- divine inspiration, are no part of the canon of the scripture, and therefore. Are- um, are of no authority in the church of God, nor to be any otherwise approved or made use of than other human writings. So they're more like observations that are like subjective obser- observations than the accepted word of God. Yeah, yeah. So Christians would believe that the Bible uh, as it is, is God speaking through man. So uh, these other ones that are outside of the uh, outside of the canon, we don't believe that that is God he didn't put that into the they, kind of product of they the Bible. essentially weren't written by a prophet of God. And you know, I hadn't heard the word of canon yeah. until I started reading um, Chaos. Chaos. By... You know the one. Shit balls, man. Uh, it's the book about um, uh, the serial killer in the 60s. Oh, Manson. Uh, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Tom yeah. O'Neill. Tom O'Neill. Tom O'Neill is a phenomenal writer, okay. but he has a heavy Christian background. You can tell just in his writing because he, yeah. he uses references like the canon, and he uses it in an off-shelf kind of way in a random sentence and makes no other biblical reference. But then like, I had to stop what I was doing, highlight it. What is the canon? I had to put a post-it note on it, and then I went to Google, and I was like, what the hell is <laughs> of the canon? Yeah. And then it turns out he was making like a biblical reference, I and see. in the sentence, the way he was using it was basically this is like a subjective subjective observation and not a um, objective truthful fact. Yeah, yeah. So like in for that, Harry Potter, yeah. what J.K. Rowling wrote was canon, and then fan fiction would be outside of canon because that didn't come from the source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that was kind of the way he used it. It was just funny that we started talking about like uh, liars don't make good martyrs, and I had the. Canon. You- Another a book that kind of got me into it was yeah. there was a book called uh, Secrets of Divine Love. Okay, and it's written by a female that's Islamic, but then like if she says in her intro, like you know, this is for people that just believe in like the divine. Sure, it does, it's not written just to be Islamic or Christian. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that middle of the line, kind of like that the Book of Joy with the Dalai Lama and the Archbishop. Okay. Yeah, and this is... Well, I think it's appealing to a lot of people now because I, I think some people either sense that there is something outside of our kind of physical reality, they don't know what it is, but they have a drive towards it, or they feel like inside of themselves there's something missing, and they, they have that t- tug towards the divine, right. but they don't know exactly what it is, but they're interested. Speaking of divine, do you believe in divine intervention? Divine? Oh, what do you mean by divine intervention? I think it can happen. Excuse me, I just lost part of my uh, lung. No. God divinely uh, (laughs) intervenes? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, something is about to happen, or something was about to not happen, and then there's intervention, divine intervention. Do you believe in anything like that? 100%. You do? Yep. The the story of Abraham and Isaac. Are you familiar with the Abraham and Isaac story? Oh, dude, it's been decades. Okay, yeah, so basically Abraham, which is the uh, prophet of God, 
so he took him out, and Isaac was basically the son that he promised uh, Abraham. Uh, and he took him After up. After they on, couldn't have kids for like years they were a hundred years old. Is this the one he told him to kill? Yes. And yeah. then uh, as he was doing it, God divinely intervened and said, "No, I will provide." Because uh, the mountain is called, uh, "He will provide." Or that's the English translation. But uh, and interestingly enough, people believe that the same hill. Uh, that he was almost killed on is the same one that Jesus was crucified on. Sick. So God was showing, hey, you don't have to sacrifice your son because I'm going to sacrifice my son on your behalf. That was Hell a ram yeah. in the bush. That's tight. Yeah, then the bush. Like a ram in the thicket. Dude, um, I think it's interesting. Have you ever had like a like a close call? Like you almost like uh, cut your toe off or okay, something? Okay, so uh, if we have time for it, uh, I do have a murderer story. What, what What's the timestamp? What are we at? We're good. Okay. Where are we at? What is, what's our time stamp? We're at about an hour. Okay. All right. So I'll tell you my, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of make it quick. Yeah, give me uh, the gist. The gist. So this was the time when I picked up a murderer, uh, and I believe that uh, God protected me. You just picked him up? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's my weight, weightlifting uh, regime. No. So uh, so this was when I was still working at Mike's Car Wash, uh, okay. and I got off work about uh, midnight. Uh, so the only thing that's open to eat after midnight is Taco Bell. Trash. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> Garbage food. <laughs> like, I, I was hungry, so I went through Taco Bell uh, through the Taco Bell drive-thru, and then after I did, uh, these two individuals were right there, and I still had my window down, and they're like, hey, uh, we just got kicked out of our apartment. Like the uh, the landlord changed the locks. We're locked out. Can you give us a ride to a hotel? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't have anything else to do t- uh, tonight. So me trying to be the good Samaritan, uh, I'm like, okay, let's give them a ride. So we ended up uh, going to for different reasons three different hotels because the first one uh, was under construction that didn't work. The second one. Uh, they also, which this should have been a red flag. Uh, they told me they they didn't have an ID with them. Uh, so I probably shouldn't have let him in the car at that point. Uh, but so they were going to get the hotel under my name. And oh, the second so one, I wasn't 21 yet. So they wouldn't give me a hotel room, especially yeah. if I wasn't staying there. And the yeah. third one, uh, which ironically ended up being like, you can see it from the Taco Bell where we started. Yeah. And this was like an hour into the process because we were like looking for hotels. <laughs> and finally we get there. Uh, they're shut down for the night. Like they're updating their servers. So we're just sitting there for like 30 minutes. And so it's a guy and a girl. And the weird thing about the girl is she's kind of limping the whole time. Ooh, not and, a good sign. And another red flag. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't ask why this was. I didn't ask why she was limping. Uh, they told me that uh, a couple weeks back she had got shot in the leg from point blank with a hollow point round. Ooh. I'm like, that'll make you limp, if anything. Red flag number 12 in this story. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're hanging out for like... Um, Does 30... she run a YouTube channel by any chance? Yeah, that's how I got my start. <laughs> Do you remember the book? Never mind. Well, <laughs> all right. This so is good. the death of the week, so uh, stay <laughs> yeah. tuned. So, uh, so finally, after all this was like one thirty in the morning, drop them off, uh, go home, don't really think anything of it. And then um, a, a, like a week and a half later, I'm taking a nap and I wake up to a voicemail from the EPD yeah. and they say... Uh, this is Detective So and So from the EPD. We're looking for. Uh, you need to call us back today, or we're going to come to your house or your workplace. I'm like, oh, I should probably call them back. That doesn't seem good. High priority. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I call them back, and they're like, "Do you know why you're we're calling?" And I'm like, "You're like, no. I'm a church sanctuary." <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, "No." They're like, "Were you at uh, the Howard on this day?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "What's since the hotel that we ended up uh, taking oh, okay, to okay, okay. the final one?" And uh, so took them to that and. Uh, he's like, do you know what happened? I'm like, no. Uh, so I, I walked him through all the way from Taco Bell to how it happened it, all, with all red flags included. 
Uh, and he said <laughs> later that night. So the the guy's name was and uh, the lady's name was. Those will get beeped, probably. Uh, yes. Uh, and then uh, they gave me fake names, ironically. But uh, <laughs> so the guy had in the hotel room shot the girl in the back of the head. And then the next day, wrapped her body up in a bunch of blankets and had someone come to the hotel in a van, threw her body in the van, and then went to an abandoned house and dropped her body off. And then how he actually got found was he was super hyped up on too. And uh, he was actually shooting at cars that were passing by. And he was also telling all his friends that he killed his fiance. Hold on. Just let's see. That'll do it. That'll do it. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. He didn't go off the grid. He went very on the grid. Let's slow down. Jimmy. Jimmy. It all happened so fast. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Happened that two times. Jimmy. It did. You don't bring this kind of sauce in the last three minutes. I know. Okay. Oh no, I broke my phone. <laughs> Heads up, dude. Just for future interviews. This is a clip. Lead with that. Uh secondly, I'm operating on a very short bandwidth, so I want to make sure I'm following the story. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's a great story. The guy. Uh-huh. Gimpy girl. hmm You take them around. Yep. You end up at said location. Mm-hmm. Drop them off. They get a room. Is what it sounded like to I me. I walked them up being Okay. Because you're a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Homegirl, that gimpy gal, uh-huh. died? Yes, she got he, shot in the she, back of the head. That day? Uh, that night, yes. Night. And he had the gun with him, obviously, because... Did you know he had I didn't f- know, no. You you didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. It. What the fuck now, is going on right now, dude? There are... So- <laughs> now, to be fair, again, another red flag. As we're sitting in the lobby, he's Jesus. like constantly looking around. Like, he, like, there's no one else in there, but he's just like super paranoid the whole time. And uh, if you if you guys want to see his mugshot, because uh, so I I, I I think we have. To. I tell people I'd like to think he didn't look quite this sketchy. So uh, type in uh, Evansville murder. This is getting bleeped, uh, but so, I gotta see it. Yeah, so <laughs> I can't believe this. And then is go happening. to images, and it'll probably be the first one. Uh, yeah, go to images, and then right there. So. I can't believe red flag, dude. This man is a walking red flag, bro. Yeah, yeah. dude, you should have you should have met eye contact with him and said no, thank you. You need Jesus. So very ironically, uh, so I had like some uh, some Jesus music on in the car, and I, through as we're going out throughout the night, uh, he asked me as we we're waiting at one of the hotels. He's like, "Do you think it's wrong to smoke weed?" And then I'm like, you know, I talked to him about that. But then, in, in well, what I'm, was your answer? So, so I don't think I'm it's, just curious. I don't think it's. I personally don't think, especially Sick, if it's legal. Dude. I don't Sick. think it's wrong. Anyway, Sick. so I'm like, in hindsight, I'm like, that's what you were hung up on, like the morality <laughs> of smoking weed. As you, you shot your fucking. So I also found out he was the one that had shot her point blank. Yeah, I was gonna say he definitely he shot her before to. too. So she was she... also a missing person from Washington as what well. She... Was she blinking like a hundred times? Or... I. I I guess I missed all the, the all of the flags. I'm gonna say something. It's gonna hurt your feelings. That's okay. You could have saved a life. How do, how does I know that well, sounds so, terrible? So ironically, doesn't that make you feel like so that you were she was the yeah, you were one of the last people. It's true. She, that's terrible. I don't say that as a joke. I mean, I'm just no, no, no totally not to hurt your feelings. Either. And ironically, so, I I would feel so. So bad. I pick, I pick them up, and as we're driving, in my head, I'm like, I hope they don't kill me. Like just joking, right? Like you pick up hitchhikers and yeah. they kill you. But so I'd like to think I'm pretty easy to get along with. Uh, so I think that's why you didn't kill me. Yeah, yeah you're you're like overwhelmingly uh, enjoyable. That's one of I my think best traits. This this story might top uh, Eric DeLong's 
getting stabbed by a schizophrenic oh. in, in a coffee shop. Yeah, in, in a, a coffee, coffee shop. shop. Yeah. Um, uh, I also have a story about um, picking up a random person. Did this they happened... also murder their fiance? <laughs> I can't not, handle that. Not right to now. my knowledge. I cannot um, handle that. Right so now. they did. The other night, I was. <laughs> the other they, night. They, yeah. They did. This was right before I got to this podcast recording. <laughs> this was like a couple days ago. Oh my goodness, Drew. Oh my um, I went to the gas station uh, around midnight to like get a drink. Yeah. And um, oh my god, there was a kitten in the gas station. Oh fucking! Of course, Drew's soft spot. I was like, oh shit, I I want to get this kitten, God like try to save it, sure. but it was hiding under a car, so I was sitting in my car oh my waiting goodness. for everyone else to leave so I could go look, see if I could get you it. You want to be weird about it? So yeah. I go, there's this lady smoking a cigarette, and she doesn't seem like she's going to leave for a while, so I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll go try to get the cat, and maybe she'll help me, Yeah. and so I'm over there, and I'm like, Oh, there's a cat under this car. I'm trying to get it. And she doesn't say anything. Just she just kind of looks at me. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't get the cat. So I'm like, okay, that, that didn't work. So I go back to my car. And as I'm opening my door, she just goes, are you driving? And I turn around and I said, yeah. Oh, no. And she asked if she could have a ride. And I said, where to? She said, just down the road. I'm like, okay, this is already a weird situation. Sure. I'll give you a ride. So she's smoking a cigarette the whole time in my car, which wow, which is not okay. She didn't even roll down the window. No, she, she didn't even ask. She didn't ask. She didn't roll down the window. Wow. She just um, <laughs> lit it up. But I mean, she was already smoking it. So I mean, yeah, exactly. but still, we leave the gas station and I'm like, okay, so where am I going? And she said, she didn't tell me where we're going. She just said, you're going straight. So I drive straight for a while, and it was only a couple blocks away. But I had bought like a fifteen pack of cokes, and she saw that, and she was like, "Can I have one?" What is that? I said, "Ma'am, haven't you done enough?" Said, "Sure." I gave her one, and (laughs) then as I'm, (laughs) I we like get to where she's going. It's this like hotel behind the Ford Center. I I don't know how else to explain. Um, so I pull up outside. She and also has a firearm. She's sitting in my car, and this whole time she's chewing on ice so loud. Um, but While smoking, she I hate that. Um, and drinking. I'm a like Coke. parked outside this place, and she said, "Matter of fact, can you get me some new ice? This this ice tastes like it has perfume in it." What? And so I'm like, "I don't have ice on me." <laughs> Uh, we can go back to the gas station if you'd like. That's where you just were. And so we did. Oh, my goodness. I ran a red light on the way because I was like so... Like, Distraught. What, the like, is what is happening? happening? Distraught, yeah. Um, and as I'm driving back to the gas station, the Cokes roll out of the package in my backseat. There's, so there's cans of Coke everywhere. Um, and <sighs> then the I Coke. go, <laughs> I get to the gas station. I'm like, so you just want ice? You don't want to drink? She said, yeah, and can you get me some popcorn? What is happening? So I I go in. You left her in your car? I had my keys. What else was I going to do? What is happening? She said, I'll wait in the car. Can you give me some snacks while you're in there? Yeah, I'm going to take all your change while you're buying popcorn. I go back in. Give me a pack of Newports, bitch. um, (laughs) So I get her a cup of ice, and I grab her a bag of popcorn. I pay for it. I come back out, and I open my door and hand her the popcorn. She goes, oh, I meant the blue bag. No, she did not. And so I said, well, is this one all right? Because I already paid for it. 
And she said, yeah, I'll eat it. Popcorn is popcorn. I'm like, okay, good. What the fuck is happening? Did she get out at the gas station? (laughs) No, I... You drive her more? took her back to where we just were. You have Narcan in your car for um, this situation? Yeah. <laughs> and she also... She's definitely hyped up on something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was on drugs. This um, is why I carry she, a firearm. She asked if I smoke, and I'm like, uh, I don't really smoke, but I do have a pack of cigarettes for, like... Friends for this occasion. Yeah. For, for so, driving homeless people. Over. Yeah, Strange so women from the gas I, station. I give her two cigarettes, and then by the time we get back to the hotel, she has lost the cigarettes. Oh, my God. So she's like... Searching hey, for I them, both these and with the window up. so then I give her two more, and she finally is getting out of my car, and and she says, oh. "All right, you be good." And I said, "You too. Have a good night." And she just laughed and went inside. Did she leave you five star reviews on Uber though? She better have. She, oh, you had snacks uh, in there. I want to send her my IMBD page or whatever. <laughs> you should have. Oh, it's just going to ask you a couple questions here. Yeah. yeah. Could you just uh, have an then, iPad with a tip? Yes, exactly. And you then should have broken out your cell phone. Hey, we're going to record a quick <laughs> podcast real fast <laughs> yeah. called the Drew Cab. Yeah, dude. I was like, God, I respect your customer well. service, Drew. What the. F- I just wanted language. to see what would what happen. What the fuck are you thinking, Drew? <laughs> Jesus, man. Are you trying to die? You've only been alive 21 she was, years. She was small. I could have taken her. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no comments. She was on drugs, though, so maybe she had it. She, probably she had, had it. some. She had a gat. I want you to know I don't that. Th- I don't think she had it. Did she have a purse gat. with her? She had a purse. She also had a loose mug that was empty that kept falling off. That's what the... she keeps her eyes in. <laughs> yeah. uh, Can you give us some more? <laughs> Here, no, take the mug. Oh, my goodness. I cannot get over it. She said, I meant the blue bag. Yeah. It's like, you are not going to tell me what popcorn I'm going to... After all we've been through, yeah, I don't get her, specific, I bitch. I would five and sent her in and pulled off. I'm like, oh Dude, I can't believe... Hold on a sec. Also, I can't believe uh, how trusting both of you are. And I think that says I mean, a lot. Wh- also, how she, cynical also, I am. A yes. detail I left out: she had her dogs out. Like she was. Oh my goodness. She was wearing slides, and it was oh, like thirty degrees. Oh, she had the dogs out, dude. Yeah, the, like not completely barefoot, but she was wearing slides. The and window like was thirty up. degrees, bro. No, thank you. No, thank you. But I was mm-hmm. like, no. I'm. Oh. I have a pocket knife. I can defend myself. Drew, Drew, I want to see. Knife, she had a pocket knife too. I have Drew, a pocket knife and two Drew, cigarettes Drew. here. Yeah, <laughs> she has a cup of ice and six murders under her belt. So I don't think she don't really think, gives a fuck about your pocket knife. I don't think this knife. woman was in any state. I don't of think mind she lost like... the first two cigarettes. I think she popped. Oh, gotcha. No, Where are those two? I think she gotcha. genuinely. I think she genuinely lost one because I was uh, looking for something in my car and I found a yeah, little cigarette on the floor. Eleven cokes. So picked it up and you had that reminiscent moment of like. Lost one of them. <laughs> That's like if you're in high school and you're like, I know my homework was in here somewhere. I just must yeah. have missed. You know, you did not do it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's sad. No, yeah, I didn't but do I it. just wanted to tell that. See, story. I haven't picked up any murderer since then, but now I have a good story to tell. That is uh, nothing short of horrendous. So, uh, yeah, that's your story is a little crazier than mine. Hats but. off to having probably the best story ever told on this podcast. I'll take it. See, First, what try. do you think? Do you think there's one better than that? I yeah, can't. the Mountain Dew dick story. Oh yeah, that one's good. Oh, okay, that I one's good. That, one. that one's good. A, guy, a gentleman stuck his penis in a Mountain Dew bottle, and then oh. um, it I assume back out. I assume trying to have sex. Was with this it. a guest? A guest. Did this? Oh no, okay, not nice. a guest. Oh no, it, she, okay. she knew a guy. Oh, okay, I was uh, about to say an officer to... of the law, if you will. Sure, that told um, the story. And then he told her that story uh, secondhand. I also like Mike Kennedy's wrestling that guy that was on drugs and he's butt naked <laughs> and super sweaty. 
Oh, and he w- he went into great detail oh my about how sweaty this man. You guys was. got some good. Yeah, we got some here. juicy some juicy teats, man. Um, no, dude, but um, I think yeah, we're we're well over an hour. Let's let's put a bow on it, man. Um, but anyway, so uh, what? How do I do? How do I end podcast? Was there ever like a dark oh, moment you. on this there journey of like <laughs> learning YouTube, yeah. learning photography, learning anything really? Um, where you wanted to throw in the towel and like. You don't have to go into the moment, but like, what pulled you through that moment and where it, you wanted to it quit? It can't involve a hotel because I can't <laughs> handle anymore. There's too many on this episode. Can't handle much more. Yeah, yeah. So I honestly, like, I mean, it'll be just random days where I'm like, am I really cut out for this, or do I? Can I really make this happen? Uh, but I remember certain times uh, where kind of these inflection points in the story where I'm like not sure what to do or not even sure if I believe in myself. And probably one of the biggest things was honestly just my wife. Uh, Cause she's been throughout this whole process, probably the one that believes in me the most to the point where it's like for s- certain things, I don't think I could have done it until someone believed in me. Like I couldn't even believe in myself until someone believed in me. And then that uh, the other thing is just that quote that I love is I cannot lose if I do not quit. So it's just a matter of showing up every day, continuing to do the work and trusting the process. I think that's been so even on the on the bad days where things are not going to go well, or you're going to have setbacks, or you're going to not show up even 100 percent. You're like, as long as I do not quit, I cannot lose. Just as long as I show up with a good 60 percent, it's better than not being there at all. Keep showing up. Yeah. No, I don't disagree, man. It's like the tortoise and the hare. I don't think there's any correlation there. I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm trying to assimilate. I like that. Um, but yeah, man, I uh, I really do. Uh, I think I like you as a person. I think for the most part, man. I you know minus the whole hotel story, I'm a little hey. let down by how that really wrapped up at the end. I was like, Jesus, You're doing all your editing on a MacBook. <laughs> Are you? Uh, so I have a uh, I have a, a, a <laughs> last minute question out of nowhere. <laughs> at work, I have a uh, I have a Mac there, and then I have a, a custom built PC at home where I do my. Uh, also talking about uh, the murderer story, uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is wrapping it all up. No, so, you're good, you're uh, so, so the YouTube stuff. Uh, one, one thing that I, I've seen on podcasts that does really well is take kind of your most engaging moment, take a clip out of that, even mm-hmm. if it's like fifteen or twenty seconds. Yeah. Put that at the very beginning. So when someone clicks on it for the first time, that's kind of the hook. So they're like, okay, this is why you should watch the next an hour and thirty minutes. You just gave us our hook, by the way. There's the so hook. We we've kind of been doing. That's that. the constructive criticism that's, you're looking for. Yeah, that's what I honestly. That is a great. I see that a lot, and yeah. I think it is a. Um, it lets you know what you're in store for. So yeah, so that tied with the title and thumbnail. If you can, because especially if you are not known by people, and that was one of the biggest things uh, for our YouTube channel, is you have to answer the question for the audience: What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Like, why should I cl- one click on this video, invest, but, and then invest an hour of my important time? Yeah. So if if it's just a random podcast episode where I don't know the people and I don't know the content or the value of it for me, there's no reason for me to click on that podcast. No, absolutely. I think that every, every episode that we make, we're trying to in- make people want to invest. Totally. So we're fine tuning the process. And, and like you said, we just keep showing up and we keep, uh, keep showing up, get 1% better every day. Yeah. And that compounds to. over a long time. Try to. So thanks for the hook, man. We appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> that covers tips and tricks for the end of the episode too. So good thumbnails. Last minute, shout outs and events you guys might have coming up. Yeah. Yes dates for anything oh yeah shout out so uh so shout out to my lovely wife if you're watching this uh for always believing in me uh and then if you guys want to come to one life church uh, we are always accepting people uh, our next big event is on december 24th that'll be our christmas service that'll be sunday sick this year uh follow my socials i think i have a link link tree now for all my personal stuff 
Uh, it's just Jimmy Marshall. Uh, you can search on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I think it's Jimmy Marshall YT. Uh, and then uh, all the stuff I do on the side. If you are a real estate professional with a podcast and you're looking to get more uh, eyes on your content and land more clients, hit me up. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of your YouTube, you need to update update your banner. Right I do. Yeah. I hit 557 and I haven't even updated it. <laughs> no, dude, that's awesome, man. Um, you're an upstanding and outstanding, both upstanding and outstanding individual. So, uh, I hats off to you for being a better person than me. Um, I'm sure Tom and Drew both feel the same way. Well, I don't know about Drew. You're a pretty good person. Uh, uh, After all that customer service, yeah. I think Drew wins. Yeah, you guys are like neck and neck for Person of the Year award. So, uh, but no, you could have done anything for the last two hours, but you came in and and uh, talked to the days, Graham. We greatly appreciate you, hey, man. You, you're cool guys. Shotgun too. It was very fast. True. So uh, we, ma- we made it happen, and I really, really appreciate your uh, two hours of time today. Just happy so to thank, be here. Thank you so much, man. Uh, so this has been another thrilling episode of the Days Grim. We're going to try to play some music maybe this time. But uh, my name is Brian Michael Day. My name is Thomas Graham. And I'm Drew Head. All right, man. Thank you so much. This has been Senior Jimmy. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. Hey guys, if you liked what you heard today, there will be a new episode next Tuesday as well as every Tuesday at 6 a.m. So hit that subscribe button and let your phone do all the work for you.